Hello and welcome to today's VJ Oncology podcast. We are a global open access multimedia channel that brings you the latest research updates in oncology. Today, we are excited to have three experts talking on recent advances in the treatment of HER2 positive metastatic breast cancer. Our first speaker, Rupert Barch from Medical University Vienna in Austria, talks on current standard of care treatments for HER2 positive breast cancer and discusses how they may change in the future. We have very well-defined treatment standards in, in HER2 positive metastatic breast cancer at the moment. So the first line standard is usually taxane plus flestiusumab plus pertusumab based upon the data of the Cleopatra trial. Then we have the second line standard of TDM1. And of course, TDM1 is an option in the first line if a patient progresses early after the end of adjuventristiusumab or on adjuventristiusumab. And just up until recently, we had very little definition of the optimal treatment in patients uh, in the third line set. So um, now, based upon the results of the HER2 CLIMB trial, um, there, there's the option of treating those patients with the triple combination of Tucatinib, Trastuzumab, and Capecitabine, so the third generation TKI, or alternatively, the ADC, the antibody drug conjugate, Trastuzumab, Derexdekin, based upon the results of the Destiny Presto 1 trial. Um, now, there there's one thing to remember. Several of our patients will have received all the modern treatment standards, such as trastuzumab, pertuzumab, and perhaps even TDM1 in the adjuvant, new adjuvant, or post-new adjuvant settings. So um, it is obvious that we need novel treatment options in the metastatic setting. And um, I would believe that our novel options, therefore, will will rather make it earlier into the treatment algorithm. And indeed, with the Destiny Best of 3 trial, we have already seen that TDXD is superior to TDM1 in the second-line setting, and not just a little bit, but in fact, the progression-free survival was, was uh, tripled from around uh, 6.7 months to, to um, 25 months. So um, major improvement, obviously, in, in, in this subset of patients. Next up, Javier Cortez from Valdebron University Hospital in Barcelona details the results of Destiny Breast 03, a phase three study comparing the efficacy and safety of TDXD versus TDM1. Well, just, just uh, to summarize the Destiny Breast 03, Remember, this is a randomized phase three study in HER2 positive metastatic breast cancer for those patients who had received previous treatment with trastuzumab and, and taxane, and patients who were randomized to receive TDXD and TDM1. The primary endpoint was progression free survival uh, based on the blinded independent central review. Key secondary endpoint was overall survival and other secondary endpoints, including overall response rate. PFS by investigator, duration of response, and safety. So going back to your question, going back to the uh, results of the study, the primary point was clearly met. The hazard ratio for progression free survival was just amazing. Hazard ratio 0.28, highly statistically significant, p-value 7.8 by 10 to minus 22. Median PFS was 6.8 months with TDM1, and it was not reached with TDXD, Nevertheless, the 12-month PFS rate was 34% compared with 
percent. Uh, overall response rate was amazing as well. It was eighty um, percent uh, in the TDM uh, in the TDXD group compared with about thirty four percent in the TDM one group. And of interest, sixteen percent of patients did have a complete response. Also of interest is the uh, progressive disease was observed as best response in 1.1% of patients treated with TDXD and 17.5% uh, of patients treated with TDM1. Overall survival has a ratio 0 0.56, p-value 0.007. Of interest, 12 months overall survival rate was 94% with TDXD, 86% with TDM1. The p-value was 0.007, but it did not reach the pre-specified boundary at this interim analysis. Lastly, regarding adverse events, I think that, uh, in general speaking, grade three or higher adverse events were quite similar. 45% with TDXD, 40% with TDM1. Uh, the most important adverse events in the TDXD were gastrointestinal and hematological in nature. But I would like just to review quickly the uh, ILD pneumonitis, an adverse event of special interest with um, a TDXD. It was noted in 10.5% of patients being grade three in two patients, 0.8%, and no grade four, neither grade five uh, toxicities was, were, were observed, which I think is absolutely amazing for this drug. Finally, Wolfgang Janni from the University of Ulm in Germany discusses treatment decision-making in HER2-positive breast cancer highlighting the results of the HER2 CLIMB and Destiny Breast 03 studies. Well, during the symposium, we talked about the HER2 CLIMB study, a prospectively randomized study for patients with HER2 positive metastatic breast cancer with prior treatment with trastuzumab, pertuzumab, and TDM1. Patients were randomized between tucatinib, a novel tyrosine kinase inhibitor, in combination with trastuzumab and capecitabine versus trastuzumab and capecitabine alone. And that study showed a significant uh, benefit in progression-free survival and also over-survival favoring the combination with uh, tucatinib. Um, this was true both for hormone receptor positive and hormone receptor negative patients. So in, in my view, uh, and this is how we, we say that in our term guidelines, the combination with tucatinib is the treatment of choice after pretreatment with uh, blockade, trastuzumab, pertuzumab, and also TDM1. Now, as you already mentioned, um, we saw the data from Destiny Breast uh, 03 study at ASMO 2021, and that probably generated a new standard of care um, showing TDXD is much better, more effective than TDM1. Does that uh, conflict the, the hurt to climb data? I don't think so. Just defines a new second line standard. And I think the, the combination with tucatinib um, it's probably standard of care in patients after ADC treatment, probably now in future TDXD. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at VJ Oncology and subscribe to VJ Oncology Podcasts on Spotify, Apple and Podbean. Until next time.